Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast. We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we're here to deliver the news, recaps, and today we're going to introduce ourselves to everyone. Welcome everybody to the new podcast, Let's Get Down to Business. Uh, Joss and I will be chatting about everything related to figure skating. So news, recaps on competitions, any social media stuff that we find. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, we are going to give all our opinions mildly filtered. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I think I think it's going to be great. Uh, We started this podcast because basically we would just yell to each other about skating and our text messages just became like one large echo chamber of screaming at each other about skating. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I also have another friend named Melanie. Hey, Melanie. Uh, Her Instagram is uh, Melanie Heaney Photography or something like that. (laughs) But she's an amazing photographer. Um, And we actually met in our local mommy group. And it just so happens that she is super into figure skating. I was super into figure skating. And it was like truly kismet because our daughters are the same age. They're baby besties. And we're really good friends, too. So... We just our lives just became like very figure skating oriented. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and I started listening to Ice Talk podcast a lot. Shout out to Jackie and Nick at Ice Talk. Um, unfortunately, Jackie is no longer with them, but it looks like they are taking a new direction, and Mariah Nagasi will be their new host. So I'm excited to kind of see where that goes. Yeah, and we've just been listening to a lot of um, skating podcasts, and kind of it got to a point where we were like joking almost about starting our own because like just said we were just yelling at each other over text just our opinions and stuff and we're like maybe we should just do a podcast ha 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 wouldn't it be so funny and then it kind of got to a point where we're like wait you're not joking right like let's actually do this so yeah <laughs> I, and I now remember, we're here yes now we are here I remember the specific day that we decided to not make this a joke anymore and I was like Let's buy microphones. Yes. <laughs> we bought microphones. I was like, at that point, like, we're not going back because I like, I have to use this now. <laughs> yeah, we, we were hooked. Um, yeah. So why don't we talk a little bit about us? I'll go first. Um, so obviously, I'm a mom to a toddler. Uh, she is almost two. She is extremely rambunctious and fun. She's very large personality and very large <laughs> love of horses. Oh, she she's a horse girl. <laughs> she's truly a horse girl. Um, I live in the Bay Area of California near San Francisco, and I started getting into skating um, when me and my best friend Samantha, shout out to Samantha, we started watching the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver. I mean, we're not from Vancouver, but the Vancouver Olympics. You're Canadian, um, and basically, though. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time there would be Olympics, our movie theater would sell super cheap tickets uh, and they would just basically play the Olympics channel kind of just like on a loop all day in a theater and you could just go in and out. What a dream. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, So we would always go and watch figure skating. We watched the 2010 Olympics and the 2014 Olympics. 
I just continued watching. And over time, there just kind of became more opportunities to watch. Uh, for example, just like different people uploading on streaming channels um, and also social media. So like figure skating, Tumblr, Twitter and everything just started to become more popular. So everything just kind of became more accessible over the years for me. Yeah, I'm so excited that like you're into skating because um, Joss is actually my cousin's wife and I was so happy to welcome another skating fan into the family. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm Claudia and obviously by my accent, I am not American um, or from North America. Um, I'm actually Australian and live on the east coast of Australia, which is beautiful and I absolutely love it. I grew up skating which is like a bit weird when you think of Australia and skating together like really like nice summers beaches and I chose to go to an ice rink um <laughs> sounds a bit weird but uh it was I was probably like seven or eight and one of my family friends who um I met at my daycare she was super she was into figure skating and it was her birthday party so we had a birthday party at her local rink and I just loved it so much. I After the session, my parents couldn't find me because I had just gone up to her coach or um, the coach who was leading the birthday party and was just like, I want lessons. And he's just like, okay, um, where are your parents? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was just, I just went rogue and my parents just ended up giving in. They're like, oh, okay, just let her have some fun because, you know, it was in dance and all of that. Um, and I actually didn't know this, but there's a picture of me like probably at around three years old and no it was oh three or maybe five actually five because the winter olympics was on tv 2002 winter olympics was on tv in the background and this is just like a whole happy mistake like my mom did some rhythmic gymnastics when she was in college and she liked watching figure skating a lot and she had it on in the background and i was just playing with like whatever i was playing with like wood blocks at the time and Little did she know that I would end up um, competing in skating, um, which would, that's just wild, some things, right? Uh, but yeah, I, I started competing at eight um, and ended up winning the Australian National Championships for Primary Ladies in 2009. And yeah, that was pretty, pretty sick. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't compete after that, um, but I still, still skated and kind of kept in touch with the sport a little bit less than I would have liked, but life got in the way. But yeah, just kind of kept being an avid fan ever since, obviously. And it's been really, really cool to see my friends, my skating friends and the people I grew up skating with on the international circuit. And yeah, I still get to cheer them on, which is epic. That is exciting. So now here we are talking still to each other <laughs> about figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but the only difference is that now we're stuck because I married Claudia's cousin. So yeah, now you're stuck yeah. with and me. <laughs> it, oh, exactly. 100%. And I'm fine being stuck with you because we will just yell at each other about skating and so many other things. <laughs> yeah. And my husband will just roll his eyes at us lovingly, of course. Oh, yeah. like you're, Or so we like to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get to know us a little bit more. Um, we've got some quick fire questions that aren't skating related at first. We'll move into skating related quick fire questions later on. But yeah, these are just for a little bit of fun. Uh, all right. How about I 
I read the questions and you can give your answer and then I'll give mine. How about that? Okay, sounds good. Okay, cool. First, oceans or mountains? Uh, I chose mountains because I was originally born and raised in Alberta in Canada. So by default, all my Albertan friends would yell at me if I didn't pick mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for me, being Australian, like I'd have to pick ocean, right? But it's difficult because I love like I love the mountains. I love skiing. I love the snow. But ocean kind of just takes over a little bit. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with ocean. All right. Favorite season? Uh, I picked fall. I feel like fall for me uh, is kind of like new beginnings. I feel like every school year was a new beginning for me. I also don't like being warm. I'm also allergic to the sun, <laughs> which is actually a real thing. So every time I go out into the sun for extended periods of time, I end up feeling like extremely fatigued for days and days on end and my skin breaks out into hives. So that by default disqualifies me from enjoying summer very much. Um, and I also like to read and I love pumpkin spice because I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in fall or autumn. You guys say fall. Um, so I, I get the like, I get the love for fall, but I, I kind of really like winter. Like Australian doesn't really get really, really cold. So I kind of mean like the snow winter from um, the Northern hemisphere or the, yeah. So I like winter, but I think a good medium would be fall. Probably because I like like you, I don't enjoy hot weather when it's like too hot or for like too much time, like cut like a week of like summer and really hot temperatures so you can go to the beach and whatnot. That's fine. But when it lasts like three months, I'm like, oh, no, because you can't even you can't even strip further off. Like with winter, you can add on layers. Right. But summer, you you can't strip down any more than your bare skin. Yes, exactly. And also. I firmly believe that Animal Crossing clothes, scenery, and just the general vibes are the best in the winter. I'm sticking to it. Oh yes, big big vibes from Animal Crossing. They've got it all. They've got it all down pat. Yeah. Okay. Favorite drink. Okay, this is gonna sound really complicated, and like I'm super <laughs> high maintenance, which I am, but it's gonna make me sound super high maintenance. So I like peppermint hot chocolate. Um, I especially enjoy this one time I went to Boba. We were in Richmond, BC in Canada and this one Boba place for Christmas. I remember the whole mall was just like super dressed up for Christmas. Um, and this one Boba place had peppermint hot chocolate Boba with whipped cream on top. And I literally Whoa. went every single day for like 10 days straight and I got one every <laughs> single day. <laughs> I was like maybe like 12 or 13. It was great. Wow. Yeah. So that's my favorite drink. I'm really like basic. I I really enjoy water. Stop. <laughs> it's so no. That that makes me sound like the most boring person alive. But like, okay, like not room temperature water. Like like fridge cooled water. I I just really. It's like my default, right? Okay, if it if not water, then tea. Like. Tea, tea. I'll, I'll go with tea to make myself sound less <laughs> less boring of a person, <laughs> which isn't much better. It's like flavored water, right? You're definitely related to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> it's very intensely true. If you've ever met us, you will completely understand this. <laughs> oh my god, I never even made that connection. That's hilarious. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Favorite alcoholic drink. Okay, this is also super basic frat party kind of drink, but my favorite <laughs> alcoholic drink is Malibu and pineapple juice. <laughs> this is the stuff that you get like completely shit faced on. Like you oh, can't yeah, that's just why like it's great for sh- getting shit faced, but sometimes you you smell it and you're like more. <laughs> Yeah, whenever I tell everyone that, that my favorite alcoholic drink is pineapple and Malibu, they're like, stop. <laughs> that would be your favorite drink. I'm like, I can't help it. Ugh. What's your favorite alcoholic I, drink? I am very partial to a gin and tonic. Um, makes me sound super bougie. I mean, my mom works for a PR company that deals with uh, wine and alcohol and food. And so... From like when I was 12 and when she started that company, like I've just been like learning so much about wine and kind of spirits and stuff. And so I'm not, I'm not like the other girls who like to drink beer. Um. <laughs> that was sarcasm, by the way. We love other girls. Stan other girls. Oh, 100%. Big, <laughs> big time sarcasm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of just kept, you know, taste testing from my mom's wine glasses. So I guess wine and G and T. That makes me sound so posh. I really, I'm not. She's I'm not, not posh, but <laughs> but but in my in in my in my drinks taste, I am. <laughs> yes. All right. Favorite snack. Okay. I I mean I love all snacks. I don't discriminate. But my favorite <laughs> salty snack is hot Cheetos Limon. Only Ooh. the Limon flavor, not the regular hot Cheetos. Um, and my favorite sweet snack is some kind of like tea flavored ice cream. Uh, so mm. one of my favorite tea flavored ice creams that I've ever gotten was the hojicha soft serve. And it was from a place called Ooh. Nana's Green Tea in Honolulu. It was literally like my favorite ice cream wow. that I've ever had in my life. So, Wow. That actually does sound very good. I, I don't have much of a sweet tooth at all, really. Um, so my favorite snacks are like, in, on the salty end of the food <laughs> spectrum i bloody and sour i love sour stuff like sour straps and s- sour worms absolutely love probably my top snack though would be salt and vinegar chips or crisps oh my god so good they're so good and i like at parties i use salt and vinegar chips as my socializing tactic that sounds really weird let me explain like when i get super anxious about there being so many people in a room and like not knowing who they are, I would literally grab the entire bowl of salt and vinegar chips that were there. And if there's not, if there's no salt and vinegar chips there, I will bring salt and vinegar chips. Um, I grab the entire bowl and carry it around with me the the entire time, really, and kind of go up to people and go, would you like some chips? <laughs> that sounded really British for a second. I don't know why. Like, would you like some chips? And they go, yeah. And they're like, why you got the whole bowl? And it starts the conversation. And that's kind of my icebreaker. So, nice. I mean, it works. So extra layer to me loving salt and vinegar chips. I can scoff those down in a second. Nice. Um, what's your favorite meal? Uh, okay, so we have, I mean, locally and like within probably an hour drive of us, we have a lot of Brazilian steakhouses. So they're the kind of steakhouses where they have servers and they come to your table with like a big skewer of meat and then you either say yes or no and then they will cut you like a few slices of meat. It's so good, okay? My favorite part of going to the Brazilian steakhouse, okay, I have three favorites. One of them is grilled pineapple and I always ask for the outside pieces because they're kind of like extra grilled. 
And then my second favorite is chicken hearts, which sounds weird, but they're so good. And then my third favorite is beef ribs when I go to the Brazilian steakhouse. And then I always love like the cheesy bread. I know that that's like... (laughs) <laughs> this is like very asian cross with western flavoring and i love it like chicken hearts everyone's just like oh what but you're like yeah let's go for all of those like offals in um yeah at yum Cha and stuff like chicken feet oh chicken feet's actually d- decent so good so good yeah so that's my favorite meal it's going to the brazilian steakhouse my favorite meal would probably i love flat rice noodles like my mom does an excellent kind of uh almost stir fry with flat rice noodles and um some beef or pork mince that's epic and normally she makes like a mound like have you ever seen um Dwayne Johnson's like Instagram or like picture with him with like a mound of spaghetti that's like how much she makes and I like I cut through it so much and it's entirely like apart from the meat of course but it's just mostly carbs and I don't give a shit it's so good it's like it's similar to like um uh, Chinese rice cakes or Korean rice cakes, nyankao, I love them. And like those kind of like rice things, they would probably be my, my favorite meal. That's actually, yeah. Normally I'd say like sushi just for, just to be basic. But actually now that I think of it, those like, those rice things are just absolute prime. They're top for me. You are super related to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> husband a lot about like these things and so this is this is new for me and I'm loving it (laughs) every time you say something I'm like oh wait they're actually related I remember this now (laughs) (laughs) okay the the next the the next the remainder of this um podcast is just going to be how much I am related to your husband Next question, early bird or night owl? Oh, I'm super night owl. We were literally recording until 3.30 in the morning on Sunday, and I was like, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) I'm super early bird. I love getting up, like, when nobody's really awake. That's, like, kind of my favorite time of day. Yeah. All right, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or talk to animals? I feel like I would rather talk to animals because I feel like animals see people do a lot of really stupid shit (laughs) so if I had the ability to talk to animals they would tell me all the stupid shit that people would do and it would be a rollicking good time (laughs) do you know how much shit would come out if you like understood cats like the amount of like chaotic evil that would come out of their mouth about the human race Yeah, like if animals were TV shows, cats would be Gossip Girl and dogs would be Great British Baking Show. That's the best analogy Holy, I could come up with. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's a great analogy. That's so good. Oh, I don't know what I would do because I love animals and I'm also a big fan of learning languages. Oh, it's really tough. I think... I think I'm going to go with um, be able to speak every language because I would just still love animals and kind of be all right with not understanding them, even though I'd I'd love to. But yeah, I'll go with speak every language. I'll tell you all the hot animal gossip. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we we can partner up. 
Yeah. Yep. Good teamwork. Yep. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one is one of my favorite questions. Um, condiments <laughs> or no condiments? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing. One thing you guys need to know about Joss is that she is very particular about condiments in that she does not like condiments. And what 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 do you mean by like condiments? <laughs> Claudia literally made this question just to troll me. I saw it in the Google Drive and I was like, stop, Claudia. Okay, to clarify, what I mean by no condiments is like if you give me a salad, I don't like wet lettuce feeling. Like I just I just don't like that wet lettuce feeling. It's just kind of like gross to me. I just don't like that texture. And I I think that I think that ingredients, if they are cooked well in their purest form, and I'm not like a weird clean eating person, um, but if ingredients are cooked well in their purest form, I think that they can taste very nice without being drenched and drowned in sauce. That's my theory. Okay. But then you're also like, you won't put stuff like Vegemite or peanut butter or like butter on something. You're just like very... Or like other sources. It's true. I like my shit dry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, I like her husband and I often like when I was visiting them and staying with them at their at their place, I we would just like watch Joss eat and just go, this is so strange. Like she'll have like everything separate. And like if for oh yeah, like with a bibimbap, she would just keep everything separate and eat like the separate things and not mix them together. And her husband and I were just like, what is this? It's amazing though. I love her for it. Um, <laughs> it's just, I'm very pro condiments. Like I love my condiments. So yeah. And I just want, I just wanted to put that, that question in just because I think it's the funniest thing. It was just a troll me. Claudia decided yeah. to troll me in the Google drive. Yeah. <laughs> The next question, though, is definitely not a troll because you are a big Disney fan. So what is your favorite Disney film? Okay, so I couldn't pick one. I have to pick five all the time. This is just the the, (laughs) the generic answer that I give everyone. Okay, so my first favorite Disney film is Up because my wedding was Up themed. I cried my eyes out so hard. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, there's also, okay, the remaining four are Inside Out, Zootopia, Hercules, and Mulan. That's it. What are your favorites? Oh, they're great choices. Um, Mulan as well. Obviously not the 2020 version because that sucks balls. Um, the Ming-Na Wen version of Mulan is definitely up there. I highly enjoy Aladdin. Um, and let me round, let me do five as well. Let me round it out with... Um, Tangled, Zootopia, and ooh, the last one. What shall my last one be? Oh, you know what? I'm just going to leave it at four. I'm going to leave it at four. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy you picked Zootopia. Zootopia slaps, man. Like, hot tigers. It slaps hot. Commentary about racism and systemic racism. Like, we stand Zootopia. I love Zootopia. 100%. I feel like I also um, pick my favorite Disney films based on the quality of gifts that come out of it. Like, Zootopia's gifts are on point. They are so widely applicable, and I've used them very much and very often in my daily life (laughs) truly 
Uh, okay, quick fun fact. Uh, I just adopted a dog and her name Ooh. is Mary Puppins. However, so excited. Yeah. One of the backup doggies that we were also looking at at the rescue, uh, his name was Flash. And I was like, if we get a dog, we have to get a dog with a Disney name, okay? So the two that we were interested in were Mary Puppins and Flash, like Flash from Zootopia. So, oh my God. (laughs) Fun trivia. (laughs) That is very cool trivia, though. Um, Okay, let's move on. Favorite childhood celebrities that you may or may not be ashamed to admit? Oh, I have no shame ever. Uh, my favorite childhood celebrities were Jesse McCartney, because I fucking love Jesse McCartney, <laughs> and Milo Ventimiglia, because I also fucking love Milo Ventimiglia. What I about love Milo you? too. I, I love Milo too. I I went through a huge Selena Gomez phase, like huge Selena Gomez phase. There was like a project at um at my school like tech and like web design type deal and we were supposed to like design uh like a a, like album art almost like a cd cover when cds were a thing so you had to do like the cd cover the cd back art and stuff um and i did it all on selena selena gomez and i was i was loving it like wizards of waverly place was just fire so yeah i'd probably pick her i'm not really like i don't really get super fangirly over over celebrities but definitely over selena when i was young amazing amazing wizards of waverly place is like so good i think it was like my favorite disney channel show oh yeah same here absolutely loved it still do um it should come back we should have a revival i mean the movie sucked but whatever i still love them anyway (laughs) they were great trash um (laughs) okay um Next is favorite sports to watch at the Summer and Winter Olympics, other than skating. Okay. Uh, So Summer Olympics, I picked gymnastics. And my little brother used to compete in badminton. And I had a lot of, like, friends and buddies because I would just, like, tag along with him at competitions. Uh, So I liked to watch badminton. And I also used to compete in table tennis. I went to... um, North Americans. I went to World Juniors very briefly as a substitute for someone else. Um, And I competed in locals, provincials, and nationals a lot. So those are not sports that are aired often. I mean, badminton, table tennis, but I like watching them. And uh, in the Winter Olympics, being Canadian, I watch all that shit, but I especially watch hockey. And I get especially irate about hockey. (laughs) Okay. Summer Olympics. For me, gymnastics, rhythmic, artistic, trampoline, love, big love. Um, as an Australian, we tend to do very well in swimming. And that normally, like, starts off the Olympics and it gets me really, really hype. So I kind of have a little tradition where every every two years, so every summer and winter Olympics, I would literally camp in front of the TV, like, make a bed, plop myself in front of the TV and pretty much have the Olympics on 24-7. Like, I live and breathe those two weeks. Um, So, yeah, swimming, that I get really hyped for that just because I get really Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Diving is also pretty fun to watch. What else? Um, Oh, my God. Okay, quick interjection about diving. Yeah. Okay, so uh, our, like, best 
family friend, I guess you could call her. She was the <laughs> ring bearer in our wedding. Her name's Jean. Hi, Jean. Love you, Jean. Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. <laughs> um, but she was in uh, junior college for a couple of years, and she very, very quickly picked up diving. And I just remember watching diving at the last Summer Olympics with her together. Um, and it was a lot of fun. So I also got into diving after that. I just had to interject that. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty awesome, eh? Uh, I will pro- I will probably like what just watch anything though, but those would probably be my favorites. Yeah. Um, for winter sports, it's I pretty much just cheer on every Australian. Like we we will pretty much have like a really a small team because we're not really known as a winter sports country. But any like snowboard cross, um, ski events like ski jump that would like be at the top of my list hockey i'm trying to get into more uh but yeah i think i think those or yeah anything like snowboardy skiing i'm down for okay next question is what is a fact that would legit surprise people about you okay um i get this a lot so if you guys didn't know, which you probably don't, this is the first episode, um, but <laughs> I am also very active in the book community. I have a YouTube channel, I have a blog, and I'm also on the Reading Women podcast. Shout out to Kendra. Kendra's great. Um, but apparently, a comment that I get a lot when people first meet me on the internet and then they kind of meet me in real life is that, oh my God, you are literally like six inches shorter than I thought you were. <laughs> so... Uh, Something that other people have found extremely surprising about me is apparently I have very tall energy, but in real life, I am just very small. S-M-O-L. <laughs> so cute. Oh, yeah, that's fairly true. You do. You do have tall energy, though. <laughs> <laughs> and in real life, I'm like turtle sized. <laughs> but a very cute turtle. Um, and me... I think a fact that would legit surprise people would be okay. Oh my god, just just once said to me that I have really long femurs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it it was just surprising to me in particular because my femurs are like the size of my pinky. <laughs> so I guess in relation, anyone's femurs are especially long. But Claudia has long, beautiful femurs. <laughs> you like I was I was on the floor and I was like just you know on my knees on the floor and that sounds really weird um but <laughs> I was just I was packing some stuff she walks into the room and she goes oh my god you have really long femurs and I'm like hi to you too <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm just gonna go with that for my surprising fact <laughs> sounds good sounds good. okay what does the other person have that you would want yourself Oh, this one was really easy for me. I put that I would steal from you that you like the outdoors because I do not like the outdoors, mainly because whenever I go into the sun, I feel really sick. (laughs) So I would just steal the fact that you're not allergic to the sun. (laughs) I would 100% steal from you your your eloquence and ability to write because I I think that's like, I think it's insane. Like you have a, a switch where you just kind of go into I know this shit mode and listen to me because it's great and it's like it's not cocky or anything because like whatever comes out of your mouth is just so intelligent and I'm normally sitting there just going whoa and then two seconds later we're just laughing about super dumb shit (laughs) I was like 
Wait, we mostly just laugh about stupid dumb yeah. shit. Yeah, no, but I'd definitely steal that from you. Okay, what's something the other person has that you do not want? I wrote in the Google Doc in caps, condiments. <laughs> Oh my god. It's true though. It's true. It's the truth. It is um, the truth. I would not want to have your president. <laughs> my president. <laughs> well, you're not a US citizen, but like you live in America, so I'm I'm going to go with that. It's true. I don't think I want him either. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll take I'll take the condiments. I'll eat all the condiments. Every sauce you got. What do you got? What else you got? A lot. <laughs> okay, let's move on to skating related quick fire questions. They're not really quick fire anymore. We're just laughing about, We're just about laughing. each other. Um, okay. Favorite skater or skaters of all time? Okay, I have a lot. Um yeah, same. a lot of people are actually like more like contemporary skaters and less kind of like old school skaters but it's fine whatever uh so i said patrick chan as a canadian i said javi because i fucking oh. love javi yeah he's um Kaori sakamoto mm-hmm. tessa and scott also because i'm a canadian mm-hmm. and uh my last pick was joe johnson and karina monta and, and King. uh because we love them but also because uh, Joe Johnson blurbed one of my favorite graphic novels, oh, which same is here. yeah, which is called Check Please. Um, it's so good. You should you should read it. I mean, you've read it. I, I yeah. mean, the general you you with yeah. the listening ears should read it. <laughs> <laughs> you with the listening ears. No, it's absolutely great. It's so good. I I love it too. It's so great. My favorite skater or skaters of all time. I will hundred percent start off with Kurt Browning. Yay, Canada. Um, yeah, no, he's probably definitely actually up there. Um, oh my god, that's probably I. That's probably like my easiest like favorite of all time because normally I have like five and I could rattle off a whole list of others. But let me just stick with that. Kurt Browning, legend. Kurt Browning is a classic. We fucking love Kurt Browning. Oh yeah. All right, top programs of all time, and I'm just gonna go ahead and start off by saying Moulin Rouge, Tessa Virtue, and Scott Moyer is a hundred percent in both of our lists. <laughs> Stop. I'm so predictable. It, it's so true, though. Uh, okay, so Tessa and Scott and Moulin Rouge. And then I'm just going to go through, like, a list of programs from the people that I talked about. Okay, so my I think my ultimate favorite program is Javi's uh, Exhibition Aerobics class. Oh, my God. Program. It's amazing. Truly amazing. Uh, and then... I guess this one's a little controversial, but it was just like a really big moment for us Canadian folks. Uh, I remember me and my best friend were literally just like sitting in the theater, like crying. Uh, But Joanne Rochette's short program at the 2010 Olympics, uh, it was two days after her mom passed away. It was just like a huge Canadian, very personal moment. Uh, No, I will not take any commentary about how you feel like she was overscored. Not you, Claudia, but but you with the listening ears. (laughs) I was about to say, no, Um, I absolutely back Joanne Rochette. I love her. Um, And okay, the other programs that I picked were uh, Fix You by the Shibutanis. Mm -hmm. I picked uh, Kaori's No Roots because I was able to see this uh, at Skate America in person and it literally just slapped. Like I was on fire for the rest of the (laughs) night. And me and Melanie, because Melanie was uh, 
like down by the ice shooting and we were literally like texting each other like holy shit this fucking slaps <laughs> it was so good um and then my last pick for a program is just the opening shimmy from nathan's caravan <laughs> <laughs> only the op- oh wow only the opening shimmy <laughs> Oh, I mean, wow. I like the rest of it too, but especially... not as much as the opening shimmy. <laughs> yeah, not not quite as much. It it peaks at the beginning. <laughs> My favorite programs. Um, speaking of Nathan, his Nemesis short program from the Olympic season, the 2018 Olympic season, is I think it's absolutely genius. I love it. I also love the 50 million iterations of costumes he went through. Um, <laughs> one program that. I absolutely love to bits would be Elena Bereznaya and Anton Sigurlitz's exhibition from the 2002 Olympics where they skated to Charlie Chaplin and it was just it's the most perfect magical thing in the entire world uh what an, oh. and let me finish off with this is just like a really niche program but I absolutely love Aliona Kostanaya's short program from what's it is it 2018 her her short program to Adios Nonino I think it's super great and she's such a small bean there so yeah those would probably be my favorite programs nice all right what would your music selections be if you were competing this season okay so (laughs) you're ready for this okay (laughs) no i just got to tell you a story okay so my thing was that oh my gosh me in an alternate universe as a figure skater would 100% skate to a Mamma Mia medley. And I was like, no one's ever done a Mamma Mia medley. But then this season, Mariah Bell stole my music. I mean, she didn't, but like she stole it. And I was like super salty for about like half a second. And I was like, oh wait, but I can't skate. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that would be my free skate program. But you can dance, so that's something. I try. (laughs) And then I think my short program would either be and these two are very different uh but it would either be some like super fucking hype edm stuff like adam rapon's let me think about it like when he did that every single time i was like so hype like i was like i think everybody was it's so good yeah like i require the rink to become a club for one of the programs (laughs) that's that's the uh that's the energy we're going for or if the rink does not become a club, it should become a night at the Philharmonic Orchestra because I've also wanted someone, anyone to skate to Chopin's Piano Concerto Number no. 2. It's my favorite piano concerto that I've ever played or listened to. It is very nice. It is. I agree on that front. For me, I would probably also go hype in the short program, but I would probably go for something like a really awesome tango or flamenco or like a jazz piece like a really upbeat jazz piece uh like Farukas. thanks tessa and scott for introducing me to that cut of Farukas. that's great um and there's a song by elvis presley called bossing over baby it's like so funky and upbeat and Oh, I mean, I would be so gas skating to it because like I'm currently so not fit, but, and that like bossing over baby is just absolute fire. <laughs> so I'd be gas, but it'd be happy gas. <laughs> what the fuck did I just say that? <laughs> happy gas. I'm, we're okay. keeping it. I refuse to edit it. that out. Oh God. Okay. But you guys know what I mean. Um, <laughs> 
happy gas mod. Okay, and for the free skate, I came across this um, selection of music very recently, but I'm so in love with it. It makes me feel shit uh, every single time. It is the the music from BBC's 2016 War and Peace adaption, and it's by Martin Phipps. It's, oh, it gets me feels. It, it's oh so God. good. I want someone to skate to it so bad, but it's very niche. So probably no one will skate to it. But if I was competing, that's what I would skate to for my free skate. Okay. Um, okay. Next question. Who would you go to be coached by? Okay. I had to pick Brian Orser and Tracy Wilson because I love to be mom and dadded by coaches and teachers. Like I love that mom and dad energy. Um, or I guess mom and mom or dad and dad, you know, but I just, I love like big parental energy. I cry when people are mean to me. It gives me a lot of anxiety. I just don't like that shit. So I need a mom and a dad or mom and a mom and dad. And a dad. You know what I mean? Same, same. <laughs> I feel like I'd love to be at the cricket club. Like the rink looks amazing. And of course all the coaching too, but I feel like I'm more of a rough kid. I feel like I'm a Raphael Artunian kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to my old coach, Kylie Fennell. I love you. You're great. Absolutely love you. Um, so if not Kylie, then Ralph. Okay. Next. Would you rather be the first skater out in your group or the last? I think it depends what group I'm in. Um. I think if I was the first group, I would not want to be the first skater out. I would rather be the last skater out. Yeah, so daunting. Yes. Um, but if I was in the last group, I would definitely rather be the first skater out because I maintain that the first skater of the last group gets the most hype club environment. <laughs> I love how specifically you like you thought of this. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into this, okay? A lot. It depends on which group I'm in. I mean, very true, though. Very true. I would see my favorite skating position would be second, like in my group, but I would rather be the first than the last primarily because I absolutely hate like if there's, if it's like the free skate and you like, you've got so long to wait after finishing your warm up, and like my coach would be like, Oh, take off your skates. So, you know, your feet obviously don't get like cramped up and you know, and all that stuff but I I absolutely I think like I lose the feeling like you after the warm-up you're you're in your groove you're in your skates and you feel good and then taking them off and putting them back on again like nah man so I'd rather be the first out yeah but I agree with you not first out in the whole competition that would just be like I'd rather shit my pants yeah no that's too much too much yeah too much okay what tissue holder case would you have I would definitely have Makachin from Yuri on Ice, only because uh, our ring bearer at our wedding, we actually, okay, so we literally bought a Makachin tissue box off of the internet, (laughs) and we had my other best friend, who is my matron of honor, she's really good at sewing, so she sewed it together and basically made it like a plush, and we, she sewed two ribbons onto it so we could tie both of our wedding bands onto it, and our ring bearer carried our wedding bands down the aisle on a Makachin tissue holder case. 
I feel like I would have either like a koala or eel. An eel? How no, you not an eel, an eeyore. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> eel. I was like, how would you pull fucking tissues out of an eel? That's so weird. No, eeyore. Okay, I understand. I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm changing my answer to an eel. Oh, jokes. God. That's so weird. No, eeyore or a koala. Okay. Okay, hypothetically... What would your favorite element to do be if you were a pair skater and or an ice dancer? My answer is kind of a cop out. <laughs> Can I just say choreography? <laughs> oh that is such a cop out, but no, that is a cop out. I'm Pick sorry. something better. I have too much anxiety about lifts, okay? Like I, oh, I have a lot too, of I like health based anxiety. So I don't I think lifts are just like automatically disqualified, both the lifts that I would do because I wouldn't do them. I would be disqualified for that reason, but also lifts are disqualified in my mind because I just won't do them. They make me very anxious. Uh, so like maybe something twizzles, like though. either choreography or like, I think twizzles when done with a high GOE are very, very aesthetic. So maybe twizzles. That'll be, that'll yeah. be my other cop out. <laughs> That's not a cop out. Well, I mean, it's a cop out cause I gave it to you, but <laughs> <laughs> for me, I think lifts also make me anxious. Like I would do them. Like I'm one of those people who I'm like, Oh, I'm afraid of heights, but like put me up there anyway. Cause <laughs> I'm masochistic like that. <laughs> um, I would probably love to be chugged. So throw jump for me yeah. that's literally the most anxiety provoking thing in the entire world i'd rather be lifted than throw jumped really yeah i don't want to be thrown anywhere stop i just want to be cuddled <laughs> not thrown i feel like i'd make a great zamboni though like i'd just clean the ice on my butt because <laughs> you have so much speed like if your partner throws you like so far it'd just be a fun slidey slide if you don't land it <laughs> not really it'd be a painful slidey slide I was like, that um, doesn't sound fun at all you would break your tailbone forever like i said i've got my my mind is weird i just feel like it'd be a lot of fun and then a lot of pain after a lot of pain all right how about we do some who's more likely to questions first one who's more likely between the two of us to get on the ice still wearing their skate guards Okay, I'll count us down and we'll say them at the same time. Three, yep. two, one. Me. You. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm the clumsiest person you'll ever meet. Like when it comes to like really basic shit, like walking on flat on a flat surface, I can't do it. Like I will trip over my feet. I will trip up the stairs, but you know, put put blades on my feet or like put me in any extreme situation and I'm fine, but like I will still crash into the corner of my dining table that's been there for like 10 years in the same spot for 10 years i'll do i'll crash into it like every single day <laughs> this is very much your energy yeah okay who is more likely to throw their jacket in their coach's face during the six minute warm-up three two one you, you. Oh, oh me okay <laughs> interesting interesting wait why did you say me I feel like it's more your energy or maybe just because I don't think I would do it. Like, unless I was super com like, like comfortable with my coach and like, that's what, like, I think I'd be like scared though. Yeah. I also have an intense fear of authority, so I would never do that. <laughs> I'd, I'd like, I'd, if my parents were there, I'd throw it in their faces. 
Yeah, or like me. Like you would throw your jacket at me. Oh, yeah, I would. I would. Like not my coach, but anyone else. I'd I'd be like, oi, catch. (laughs) Yeah, literally anyone else besides my coach. Yeah. Okay. Who is more likely to miss the morning official practice because they slept through their alarm? Three, two, one. Me. Yeah. (laughs) For sure me. Also because like I'll probably set up like five alarms with like five minute intervals to make sure I get got up and I'd have like the most obnoxious loud sounding alarm. Oh my god, that gives me so much anxiety. I I feel like I say that a lot. My anxiety is well managed for those of you listening, I promise. (laughs) I I I promise it's well managed. I promise. Um Yeah, definitely you. All right. Who is more likely to have every tool and accessory? And first aid things in their bag. Three, two, one. Me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always just like, my mom's given me so much shit for this, but I always have like, like something of everything. I'm like, maybe somebody's going to need it. And she goes, why are you packing things for other people? Like pack things for yourself. I'm like, but like, I'm a provider. I want to like, if somebody needs a bandaid, I'm like, look at me. I have a (laughs) hundred. You have, like, super provider energy, and I have super baby energy. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to be well prepared to, like, have everything that I can, like, if somebody needs it, I can give it to them. (laughs) (laughs) Not for any practical use, but just to give people shit. Um, Okay, next one is, who's more likely to sneak McDonald's at the Olympics before competing? Three, two, one. Me? Yeah. (laughs) I'd feel like I I would a hundred percent after competing go straight to Macca's and down the like the biggest chips meal ever like McDonald's chips are just so far and beyond in my personal opinion but not before competing I don't think I'd like have fever dreams about it <laughs> I'd like dream of the chips but I would just eat hash browns like that would oh be my, my god hash browns competition breakfast is oh. McDonald's hash brown that's now, it just now that you mentioned now that you mentioned that I would if somebody gave me that option to eat hash browns like for, for breakfast every morning before competing I would 100% take it oh, I love McDonald's hash browns I can't believe I forgot about hash browns that's just how dare that's you that's not on yeah that's just not on for me all right <laughs> next who is more likely to skate a perfect program but fall on the ending pose? <laughs> we know this. All right, count us down. <laughs> Three, two, one. You. Me. Definitely. <laughs> I'd like take a bow and then go to get off the ice and just trip. <laughs> I think I would be the opposite. I think I would skate a completely shit program but have a perfect ending pose. <laughs> That is super my energy. Oh my god! And just throw everything into that ending pose, and everyone's just going, "Do we do we clap for the ending pose?" <laughs> love it, love it. Okay, who is the most likely to spend the gala or exhibition rehearsal creating secret handshakes with everyone instead of learning the choreo? Three, two, one. Me. I said neither. I feel like neither too, but like I feel like I would do it at the start and then get really anxious that I don't know the choreo and pull an all-nighter trying to learn it. <laughs> That's very my energy, everything at the last minute. But I would totally be fucking around if, like, if, if people were on, like, receptive to to me, like, wanting to create secret handshakes with them, I would 100% be goofing off. Okay, and the last question, 
or who's more likely to start a weekly vlog- vlogging channel about their skating career? Three, two, one. Me. You? Yeah, I feel like yeah, definitely me. I feel like we'd both do it, but probably you more than me. Yeah, I feel like in the Maya and Alex, I'm the Alex and you are the Maya. <laughs> oh yeah. And her husband is also the Maya and thus <laughs> and thus explains why we're related. Um <laughs> Yes. I feel like I have big Roman Sadovsky energy. Oh my god. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You should do like one of those old time YouTube videos where you invite Roman onto your channel and you can go onto his and you do like a little like fun game and QA. <laughs> okay, okay. We have we need to actually like meet Roman Sadovsky and True. not be like, hey, we have this proposal for you that uh, you're going to come on my vlog channel and I'll come on your vlog channel and we're going to have like this weird Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be down for that shit. He'd be like, okay, sure. Be like, all right. Do you have boba for me? I'll only do it if you give me boba. Oh my God, we could drink boba together. How nice. <laughs> okay, so that's it for the quick fire that turned into not so quick fire questions. <laughs> let's Let's end on what to expect for this podcast so like what kind of segments we're gonna do how often we're going to upload and all of that just you want to you want to take that yeah sure um i think we are going to attempt to do our best to recap any every major competition um and we will attempt to upload very soon after every major competition obviously this year is just 50 shades of messed up so uh, we will be obliging by the ISU's schedule whenever they may schedule competitions Um, and we'll just do a recap state our opinions about things and I guess our major additional segment is at the end where we move into the kiss and cry after we talk about all the athletes and in our kiss and cry we are both very avid readers. I have a ton of books. Claudia can attest to this. Yep. Uh, having spent basically every trip that she makes over here at the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so basically in The Kiss and Cry, the first thing that we're going to do is one of us is going to recommend a book that is not inspired by, but I guess reminds us of one of the programs that was mentioned in the episode. Um, and we'll kind of explain in detail why it reminds us of that program and why we recommend that book. They're pretty sick books. All these books slap. So oh yeah, they're pretty great. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I guess in the upcoming episodes, uh, our first episode, which we will be uploading probably on the same day that this one goes up, is going to be an off-season news. We had an especially long off-season this year because obviously we all went into quarantine in March and then everything just kind of shut down. It was very upsetting. Um, So we do a news episode and then we did two episodes covering Russian test skates and the next episode after that we will be discussing various competitions such as Neville Horn Trophy, the ISP Points Challenge and uh, Japan Regionals and one other competition in Japan that is escaping my mind right now but Japan kind of an amalgamation of yeah yeah so we've got a a lot of things lined up and maybe we'll Uh, end up doing some interviews or that kind of thing so we'll see how it goes but that's generally uh, what you can expect to see from us in the near future so yeah maybe uh, one day you'll see us on Roman Sadovsky's vlog channel that's just the end goal (laughs) that's just the end goal that's That's why we actually did it 
We don't really care that, about anything else. <laughs> that'll be our peak, like the shimmy in Nathan's caravan. <laughs> I mean, I like the rest of the program. Please don't take that the wrong way. I very much enjoy that program. But the shimmy is truly the peak. You're going to get a message from Nathan after this. No, stop, Nathan. I'm so sorry. I don't mean it like that, but I truly love your shimmy. XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's it for this episode. I'm Joss, and you can come and chat with us at Lutz, L-U-T-Z, Get Down Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you want to work with us, shoot us an email at LutzGetDownPod at gmail.com. And I'm Claudia. We really look forward to having you guys on our podcast journey. So hit subscribe and stay tuned for what's up next. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.